Welcome back to this episode of Babbling Beauty. I'm Chris. And I'm Victoria. And we're talking about PRP for under eyes today. All right, for those of you who don't know, PRP stands for? Platelet Rich Plasma. And it's the perfect month to talk about PRP because we actually remove the plasma from your blood and then re-inject it. We have so much more information about this coming your way. Victoria, let's start at the top. Platelet Rich Plasma, why and how and what is plasma? So plasma is essentially your white blood cells. When we draw your blood, we draw it into a tube, we put it through a spinner for 10 minutes, and it separates your red blood cells from your white blood cells. Your red blood cells are more dense and they're more heavy than your white blood cells, so they automatically separate and they fall to the bottom of the tube, leaving a beautiful, clear, golden, platelet-rich plasma matrix that we can then either inject in a certain area of your face or microneedle into your skin. Or your scalp. We talk about or your scalp. Time. Oh, oh, yeah, for, for hair restoration. Hair restoration. We have so much more about PRP coming your way. But you know that every episode of Babbling Beauty is separated into four parts. Something we see on the internet we love, something we see on the internet we don't love, what PRP is, a whole vibe on that, and then a crazy story submitted to us from around the world. But first, we have to really hyper-focus this podcast episode. We are talking about PRP for under-eye bags, right? Yes. And so this is different than PRP filler for under-eye bags, right? So filler is for hollowness. Yes. Whereas PRP is for laxity and like loose skin. You got, gotcha. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Absolutely. I like have to check in with you because you're the professional. I'm just here to be the, the voice of Misha. My fiance said the cutest thing this weekend. He said that Michelle is the face of Misha and I'm the voice of Misha. I love that. Yeah, right? You guys are the perfect uh, mother-son team. Right. Nine years this year. Oh my Nine gosh, years. that's amazing. All right, so we're really hyper-focused on under-eye bags. Let's talk about things you can do at home for under-eye bags that we think is safe, right? Sure. I think the jade roller is pretty cool. Yeah. Anything cooling. Yeah, it's not going to hurt you. No. You know, I don't really know how truly beneficial oh, it yeah. is. It's so temporary. It can definitely help to close some of your capillaries and help with puffiness, for Caffeine, sure. I've heard of. Yeah, I love our DEJ eye cream. Yeah. It's my personal favorite eye cream. So I think using a medical-grade eye cream at home is pertinent. We have a few here. I personally yeah. like the DEJ, but I know a lot of people I love the bright the eyes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've heard the cold spoon method. Yes. But all of these are really going to offer very, very, very temporary relief. Right? Absolutely. So it's not something you're going to like do once and be like treated forever. And honestly, guys, if you're seeing any ad on TikTok or Instagram about like under eye treatment that lasts forever, you're just being scammed. Yeah. Right? Under eyes are the trickiest area. I, honestly, they in are. In my opinion. And so, what causes, I know we're talking about laxity for PRP today, but bags, stress. Oftentimes, it's actually a herniation of the fat pad underneath oh. your eye when you have tr a true eye bag. And we're able to assess that by having you look up towards your brows. If when you look up, you have a bulge, that is a herniation of a fat pad. And oftentimes, you're actually not a candidate for filler, even though you think you are. But if you so. push your like finger on your cheek and lift up a little bit and you get rid of the under eye bag, mm -hmm. then you are a candidate, right? Absolutely. And a lot of people that need under eye filler do need some cheek support. And that's something I incorporate into the treatment plan. And sometimes I like to look at under eye filler, under eye rejuvenation, and more as mid-face because I want everything to kind of flow together. Very rarely can I go in with simply one syringe of filler and, and make a full correction. And that's honestly why we have such a hard time doing consults over the phone without not only seeing you. 
I remember like even as early as last year, we used to say, send us a picture, we'll give you a price. Yeah. I can't do that anymore. I have to feel your bags. I have to feel your bags. I have to have you look in different directions, make different uh, animations. Yeah. Even on FaceTime, it's hard because the connection is not always crystal clear. And so even the slightest bit of blur could throw off your consultation. Yes, exactly. Um, okay, so something that you shouldn't be doing at home. I have seen people trying to use the Hyaluron pen. No, wait, I know that was the plan of what we were gonna talk about, but can I tell you what else I saw? Yeah. Was tattooed concealer. Have you seen that? No. Oh gosh, okay everyone, hold on to your lunches. So they take pigment the same color of your skin, uh -huh. place it under your eye, and then use a tattoo gun to pigmentize Interesting. Is that, yeah, yeah. that under eye bag. But the problem is, is that if you get tan over the summer, or it's uneven, or it's blotchy, it just ends up looking like hyperpigmentation. Exactly, and I'd be worried also, about scar tissue. And also, the under eye yeah. gets so thin. So what, is the, what happens in two years with scar tissue? Same oh, way with yeah. um, microblading. You know, we're finding out oh, years yeah. later with the microblading, mm -hmm. people are just getting thick tissue from the scars. That's why we're moving more into the powder brow. Exactly, shout out to Heather who's right across the hall right now, who does yeah, the powder brow over the microblader. Uh, and it's, you know, tattoos are safe, but not in the under eye area. No, I, I do definitely that at all. So definitely stay away from that. And we also mentioned the Hyaluron pen. Yeah. That's something you could buy off of Amazon that people are uncertified oh, and just ruining their lips and their under eyes. I mean, with bulges and bumps yeah. and lumps and, no. and it's painful and yeah. you bruise, you know, yeah, you might save a few bucks, but is it really worth your face? But, and honestly, just because you can buy it off the internet, doesn't mean it's safe. Yeah, yeah. not at all. All right, let's really do a di deep dive into the PRP world, right? Yeah. So let's go back to uh, what you should do before your visit to make your blood draw easier. Definitely hydrate. I tell all of my patients to hydrate, 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 drink tons of water. Remember that iced coffee and coffee is not hydration. Yes. And you're going to get more plasma if you're more hydrated, so you get more bang for your buck if you drink more prior to your procedure. That $1.99 water you grab at the Wawa on your way to us is going to help stretch your plasma even further. Yes. Uh, and so I'm you, a huge fan of alkaline water. For sure. It definitely helps balance your blood. Mm -hmm. So now the blood draw should be easier if you've hydrated. You definitely want to eat a little breakfast. Yes. Maybe a little lunch if it's later in the day. Uh, Don't want you passing out on me. Oh God, please do not <laughs> pass out. Victoria's room, we, we joke around, is cursed. It's the, cur it's the cursed room, <laughs> I swear. Um, okay, so we've drawn the blood. We spin the blood in the centrifuge for 10 minutes. And then for hair, I know we remove the top layer of plasma. Well, Katie does. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. Not for under eyes, though? No, not for under eyes. For under eyes, we use the whole thing. We also draw more blood for hair. We need 30 milliliters versus half of that amount, 15 mm. milliliters for under eyes. You have an amazing under eye picture, though. Was that a journey or a one time? That was after three, three like we sessions. Like suggest. we suggest it mm -hmm. all the time. And a little bit of Botox, too. You sure, absolutely. Get a little bit of Botox. We typically recommend that. But That's so popular right now is the microtox under the eyes. It is. Mm. I love doing it. And more and more gentlemen are coming to see me. And you know, because of the the stigma of getting filler, and they're 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 men and they're alpha males. You know, they they sometimes have some objections, and they're a little shy to ask about filler. But you talk about drawing their own blood and putting it back in them, and they oh, think that's, that's like awesome. Oh, yeah, so a lot more gentlemen are are coming and are really open to the idea of PRP to treat their under eye area Speaking versus filler. Of your hottie of a husband had his belly filled up. Yeah, that was like two years ago, and yeah. he, it's still looking really good. We um, get him in here for some Botox, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he needs it. Mostly just we can flip with him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we've drawn the blood, we spun the blood, we took the plasma, we put 
put it into syringes. Are we using cannulas or straight needle? I always use a cannula. I don't typically yeah. ever use needle in, in the under eye area, and that's fine if you do. I just, yeah. I like to keep it as... We prefer safer. So the cannula yeah, is a safer. blunt tip needle, which means that it, if it encounters a vessel of any sort, it's going to shift it around rather than puncturing it. Rather go right through it. And I actually have to only make one little puncture on each cheek to no get to the under eye area. At all. No, no, no. Yeah, it's really pain free. Okay, so the after the blood draw, after the spin, it's really only like 15 minutes of needle time. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's easy because it, it's not like with filler where you have to be very precise. It's very much an art. With PRP, we just want to basically infuse the under eye with this fluid. So Which is what you're going to get false results right away because you're full of fluid, but then as the fluid is absorbed and starts doing its job, you're gonna go back to like 50% correction until your second visit, third visit, etc. Exactly. I always tell people to stick with the journey because the first session is not gonna wow you. It's gonna increase your collagen stimulation for up to six months. So say you only get one, if I see you six months down the line, sure, that's gonna look great. But we don't wanna make you wait that long. We encourage you to come back every Once four to week, six yeah. weeks. So when you come back four weeks after your first, it's not gonna wow you. But when you come back eight weeks later for your second, you're gonna see some changes. And when you come back 12 weeks later for your third, that's when the wow factor kicks in. So we say just stick with the journey, trust the process. Absolutely, and that's also why we take before and after pictures to document your journey, because it's not just like a one-time thing, mm -hmm. right? Um, this is so unrelated, but I was just seeing this. Did you see that Linda Evangelista was scarred by the cool sculpting? No, she's yeah. gorgeous. And she's, she's gorgeous. like, I love like the she 90s supermodel crew. Wow. Yeah, so that's a topic for another yeah, day. Yeah, no, um, I've <laughs> seen that before yeah. with cool sculpting. All right, so we've injected, it's like 15 minutes. Do you see bruising with it? Occasionally, people can bruise. The capillaries in the under eyes are, are very fragile, and even though we use a cannula, it can occasionally happen. Typically, if anything, it's a little bit of yellowish discoloration, and you're absolutely allowed to wear concealer 24 hours later, so it's very easy to cover if you have any. And uh, we don't often give you a black eye, per se, but you might see a little bit of discoloration. And there's no real downtime. Really? Well, like, some swelling, but... I'd say swelling for the first 24 to 48 hours. The body's so funny, though. It adapts so well. So your first treatment, you're going to see more swelling. Second treatment less swelling third yeah. treatment less swelling so at first your body's kind of like oh what's this you know it kind of reacts a little bit second treatment it's like oh i know what this is i'm not going to freak out as much and by then the by the third treatment, treatment it's like welcome home yeah. my friend you know so this isn't a forever fix though so after my third or fourth treatment sometimes how long am i chilling before i want to make another appointment? about a year so i say after you know we achieve the correction you're looking for we recommend three but again some people want to up the ante and get four then after that, we say about a once a year maintenance for that for that collagen. And if you're ever not a candidate, we're not gonna like just do it, right? So yeah. we've got great plastic surgeon friends we can recommend for blepharoplasties if we need to. Exactly. Or we can also say, hey, listen, I know you want that plasma, but filler may be a better choice and for some you. Some people need both. Yeah, it's not unheard of to do both. Mm -hmm. Some people are so adverse to filler because they think it's a foreign substance. I just want to remind everyone listening. Filler is like 80 to 85% sugar. Yeah. Like it's not crazy. It's found in our own dermis. It's found in our own dermis, Your yeah. body recognizes it as its own but vibe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of our fillers like Bellafil, Sculptra, Radius are crushed. I say it's on vibe. I love yeah. that. I love that you just said that. <laughs> some of our other fillers are definitely um, mixed with other almost natural things. Like I think Sculptra and Radius are crushed minerals or radiuses, right? Yeah, it's 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 essentially it's crushed calcium. Which, which Toria's visit last year, she made radius by grinding up bones. That was two years ago. That was two years yes. ago? Oh gosh, gotta, so I gotta old. bring out that orange we're, we're dress. Just, I missed that dress. <laughs> <laughs> that and the fortune teller dress. Uh, okay, so after the PRP treatment, we covered the downtime. I think we really ran through the gamut. 
Let's talk about my favorite part of the podcast, which is when we introduce stories heard from around the world. Okay. So there was a woman in southern Spain, this is 2003, who was so desperate to get rid of her under eyes, she tried to give herself an at-home blethoplasty oh, using a God. dermaplane scalpel and sewing thread. Oh my God. Yeah, it didn't turn out very well. She fortunately still has her sight and vision, but friends... I don't care how desperate you get, just visit a professional. That's why we went to school for this. It's why we do what we do. So just make sure you definitely know who you're visiting. Yeah, and let me just remind people, an upper and lower blepharoplasty, it's a fairly simple procedure, and oftentimes- But don't do it at home yourself. Yeah, you may even qualify for insurance covering the upper portion. If it affects your vision. If your hooding is slightly affecting your vision, um, they can they, or they can code it as such. Uh, We're not saying you should lie. Yeah, but like, if you do, don't tell us. Yeah. Do you have anything else on PRP? No, I just it's it's probably it, in my opinion the most innovative. It's kind of new for new us. New procedure that has hit the aesthetic market. Where I've been we start with for fifteen PRP? years, and I'm just so excited about PRP. We started with hair or face. We started. I think we start with microneedling. Yeah. Like we can't say the V facial, but oh yeah, this is a copyright phrase that yeah. we're not allowed to say. So it's not not the vampire facial. <laughs> there you go. We're just called the vampire facial. Uh, I get it done. Yeah. I, I love the um, the PRP facial. You look so beat up afterwards. A little bit. Well, you know what? But it's the blood that makes you. I actually think the PRP helps you heal from your microneedling session even faster because of all the growth factors. Mm, I agree. I agree. So I've had regular microneedling with with serum, which is great, um, and then I. I can do it with PRP, and I my body at least responds better Are to PRP. Are you gonna dread your hair? I wish. That's what it looks like. <laughs> I we, I just noticed that Victoria and I both have very similar like nervous ticks. Maybe you're a hair twirler. I'm an ear puller. Yeah, I like. I'm an ear puller. Yeah. I think there's a name. For, well, when you pull your hair, it's called triclomania. But that's when you pull it out. You're yeah. twirling. I'm just twirling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're just making your own dreams. But if I didn't work here, I definitely would have like multi-colored hair, think? dreadlocks. Oh, 100. I keep my hair I still as look, professional as possible. Not that I have any. But if I was like color. a tattoo shop or like a hippie store, I would pull on like colored dress. Can we go on Amazon for you later that's and find rainbow dreadwig? I just want to see what it would look like. All right, this conversation has and soft the tracks for this episode of babbling beauty i'm chris and i'm victoria look for her dread picture no actually look for her instagram before and after we didn't yes, talk about it yes i have a it. great instagram before and after if you visit me at victoria's aesthetica it's i know a it's a little a bit difficult to spell it's, you can always pop this. on botox maybe you shouldn't see some of my work but, but it'll it's be a, on the description yeah and it's a before and after of an amazing gentleman that's stuck with the journey and is so happy with his results so you can see firsthand what they look like oh my god you have one of those diffusers in here it's like little pops of smoke oh i think it's like dying i think oh. it's on its way out i've used it too much it's like puttering out. Like I can see it in the corner of my eye. I'm like, are we on fire? This podcast is on fire. We gotta go. Bye. Bye.